singing to that always song. Got a little nice smile, the kind of drives you out. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you like, be good at dynamite. You made my day when you walked into town beside me, whispered with your eyes, let's go. You made me. Following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Yankees Week in Review. Listen in throughout the baseball season as we will go over the week that was for the New York Yankees. We'll talk about what went right, what went wrong this week, this day in Yankees history, Yankees birthdays, and predictions of what the Bronx Bombers record will be at the end of the upcoming week. It's 1420 Yankees Week in Review, the Yankee Tavern North. Brought to you by Seeky. So put on your pinstripe, grab a beer, and let's get in. All right, the New York Yankees Week in Review for this June the 29th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today uh, and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek for baseball games right across the country or even uh, Stampede tickets are coming up right now too for those of you in Western Canada and the like. Anyways, the New York Yankees, remember we are part of the Belly Up Network uh, and BellyUpSports.com. Uh, Go there for all their great other podcasts and great articles. Uh, thanks for making us a part of your day each and every day here at 1420 World Headquarters. Anyways, the New York Yankees sit at 44 and 36, a much better week than anyone suspected. They had a great, uh, obviously, they had a great series against the Seattle Mariners, which they probably could have won three out of three of those games. And then a surprising two out of three victories over the Texas Rangers, which was quite surprising for them to get that. So it was quite a surprise to happen. They're just starting a game right now versus the uh, Oakland A's, but they will uh, follow up a perfect game last night by Domingo Herman. A surprising perfect game by Domingo Herman. Might be the uh, the only perfect game heard around the world that nobody actually stayed up to watch. It's a, a late night for people, obviously, on the East Coast who uh, probably uh, didn't uh, know about the perfect game until it happened uh, this morning. They probably didn't tune anything on. Nobody would, uh, with a with a pitching staff that inc- that includes a guy by the name of Garrett Cole, you would think he would be, be in line, or Luis Severino in line for a perfect game. Not a, a Domingo Herman who's been, uh, I'll say, I'll be flat out say it, been awful his last couple starts. And then he had that situation with the sticky stuff twice this season ready once he was suspended for it and the other time he was told to go wash his hands which I found a little bit odd to be told to wash your hands for, for having an illegal substance on your hand because you can have a little bit but not enough but we won't uh, we won't dwell on that anyways the perfect game in front of an announced crowd last night in Oakland of 12,749 at the Coliseum uh, it's, a t- it's a tough look for A's fans but a couple weeks ago they had uh, the uh, reverse uh, protest night where they had 25 26,000 and then when you, if you watch the game last night as I did 
Uh, we'll get to that in half a second. There was some more Yankee fans at that game, and they had the lower the lower bowl pretty much filled up behind the uh, Yankees dugouts and the, the the A's dugout. And that was a lot of fans going out going there. But people who got to, got to see history last night. It'd be funny to, to hear uh, ten years down the road how many people said were, would say they were at that game last night in Oakland. It'll probably triple or quadruple. It'll be uh, fifty thousand. Crowd uh, uh, that would say they were at that game. It's the kind of way that turns out. I was there. I was there. Well, no, you weren't because there's only 12,000 announced people there. So, like, how many tickets weren't uh, actually used? So, it's, uh, but it was an interesting game to say the least. It was a blowout game. Uh, what's his Giancarlo Stanton finally got a hit, a home run. He had a better game last night. Uh, you had you in the fifth inning, Anthony Rizzo, he got the he, he game saving line shot down first that, that saved the perfect game. And no one's taking a perfect game at, at that time in the fifth, but you know, you look back on the plays that happened and then to finish the game off, the uh, the president of Josh Donaldson fan club, Josh Donaldson, he made the play at third base, pretty hot shot to end the baseball game. And the rest is history. And Domingo Herman becomes the fourth Yankee in major or in Yankee history to get a perfect game following Don Larson in 1956. And then you had, uh, you had David Wells and David Cohn get theirs in 98 and 99. I believe it was, we'll get to those in half a second too, but Domingo Herman, he's going, he's now a part of a, a part of history, part of forever, only the 24th perfect game in major league history. The first one since 2012 when Felix Hernandez of the, of the Seattle Mariners got the one uh, there at home in Seattle versus the Tampa Bay Rays. I remember, I actually, I wasn't at the game, but I remember watching that game and part of history. And that was before they even had the uh, notifications on the app and everything else that would come up, say no hitter alert or perfect game alert that, that comes up whenever they come on. And uh, to a man, I, I always tune into these ones and, uh, and you, you want to see a part of history because they are so rare. It's only, like I said, only 24 in the, uh, in the history of the, of the uh, of, of major league baseball um the elephant in the room i guess when it all comes down to it is that domingo herman yes i we already talked about the suspension that he he's had for for the sticky stuff this year but in 2019 there was there was an incident at a major league baseball function in manhattan that he was at with his i think it was his then girlfriend at the time and there was a situation came up where uh, some physical abuse happened with Herman, he got suspended for 81 games. He got he got uh, sat down and and uh, with his teammates, he went and apologized and everything else. But it's it's a it's a situation that you can't you can't put behind you. There's a there's a thing that uh, a few things in this world that I don't know are forgivable. And I'm not saying I forgive him or I forget or anything else. I'm not getting into that uh, just quite yet. But there is a uh, this is one of those no these perfect games where you might think that maybe. Um, this isn't the guy that Yankee fans wanted to get the, the, the perfect game or baseball fans wanted to get the perfect game. And yes, it's part of history and everything else, but there are, there are some things that you, you, you can't look past. And I'm not saying that, you know, that I'm, I'm without fault and I haven't made a mistake in my life or a mistake or two in, in my time. Cause I, I definitely have not to, not to that extreme, obviously. And he has, uh, made some improvements with his life. He has said sorry. He has done things to to uh, to right the wrong or right the ship, I guess you could say. But uh, it's kind of one of those situations. Like when do you forgive and when do you forget? Uh, and and that's one of those things that Yankee fans have to come to and baseball fans had to come to realization last night. Is uh, is this is this a, a Domingo Herman project? Is it is it a good is it a good thing? Is it good for baseball? Uh, it, was it a, a highly watched baseball game last night? Was it one of those things where Yankee fans wish it was something? Somebody else, like I said, you just never know. Um, 
the the thing is that it can get interesting for sports fans uh the internal battles you might have with yourself the internal battle you might have with your morality clause and when you and when you get off your your uh your high horse a little bit and, and just say you know what it is just a game the guy made a mistake he did something wrong if the if the victim of this situation has, has uh, a has forgiven the perpetrator is it something that the rest of us should uh move on from not forget about it but get to a point a point where you forgive and is this something that's going to help domingo herman become more of a of a uh, not a bad guy i say like this so getting off your your high your high horse can, can be tough and your morality and what, what you're going to do and when your, your your hypocrisy is going to come across can you can you uh jump up and down and cheer when it, like last night when Herman got the perfect game uh were yankee fans cheering it or the ones that were still awake at night were they were, were they watching the game and hoping for the perfect game i, I think to as a baseball fan you are uh, and if you didn't know about the, the Herman situation if you're not a yankee person or if you're a yankee hater and everything that the yankees do is it one of those situations where you're, you were hoping against the guy to get it, but then when he got it, do you, do you clap like uh, like the guy at the uh, Billy Chapel in what was it for the love of the game when he uh, was sitting at the airport bar? And I won't get into that, but when he goes, "Good job, Chapel," it was one of those things. Last night should have been bigger, I think, in my my personal opinion. Last night should have been a lot bigger for Yankee fans and for baseball fans. Um, it's an extraordinary moment in baseball history. Only twenty four have ever been done. Like I said, uh, it's something that you that you 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 uh, when a, when a game starts it can always happen it rarely does but when when it starts getting to that point in, in a baseball game in the sixth seventh inning when no one's got on or no one's got a hit but like obviously the the no hitter or the perfect game is a different situation than no hitter but when you start getting in that and you start nudging your friends a little bit or sending a message here and there or you see the app it's one of those things but uh it, you, you just wonder if this one's a bit tainted last night because of the 2019 incident that Herman the Herman had. Um, I I personally not a Herman guy because that situation. I'm, I'm not a fan of the guy. I think that uh, he didn't really. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of paid his he paid his dues, I guess, and everything else that happened. But I've never been a big fan of the guy. And it, to me, it wasn't really much watch TV last night. We recorded a show that'll be out later on today. But I wasn't really watching the game at all. And I went upstairs to eat, and then it was on, but it didn't have the sound on. It was blah blah blah. And then when he got it, it was exciting. But I wasn't jumping up and down. And I wasn't texting people, and I wasn't uh, high fives and bum slaps around the room or anything. When he, when he got the no hitter, uh, perfect game involving the Yankees. It didn't feel like it with this guy. And I, I'm like I said, I'm no mean, means an angel, but it just didn't have that same feel that you get for other perfect games or no hitters that that happened throughout the, throughout Major League Baseball. Um, I didn't have the emotion I should have had. Uh, like, but at the point like when you're a fan, do, when do you say enough's enough with these guys? And when it, like his starts come up, do you do you go? I'm not even watching. I don't care. Uh, when when do you when do you get to that point? Or when do you say you know bygones be bygones and let and let it just slide? And with Domingo Herman, I'm not at that point now. And you just wonder when when it's going to be. Um, when, when, when I'm going to let it go, I don't know. It's, it's something be, be between my ears. Like you, you just wonder over the years, uh, like you, you look at other baseball stars and other guys who've, who've uh, been, been, uh, not so, such nice guys. The things that they've done, like Ty Cobb, is a is a is a is a, is a known racist and everything else. But people seem to forget about that when they talk about his stats. You talk about guys who were on drugs, guys who did this and that, guys who were you know Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry, how all that stuff was left behind them. So you just wonder, like all the 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 the, the hooligans, I guess, and the bad dudes back back in the day. We didn't get to hear about those guys because it wasn't the media attention that there is today. There wasn't Twitter, there wasn't Instagram, there wasn't Facebook, and everything else, and and twenty four hour sports. Day 
organizations and podcasts and everything else where you hear whatever you want. So uh, Domingo Herman is probably not alone in this situation. He might be alone in the one guy who has a domestic abuse charge against him that's on a perfect game in, in Major League history. We don't know. Um, should, should this be brought up? Probably not. And we should celebrate the game when baseball gets a chance to do it. We should probably just celebrate it and say, you know what? This was pretty cool. It was pretty great. It was uh, it's something we, we probably won't see for another nine years. It's, it's throwing a no-hitters really hard. It was a 99-pitch performance. He was fantastic. Uh, pitchers should be be lauded for that. Like You you, you got to think it's the hardest thing to do in sport, and I don't think that's arguable. Like uh, you could, uh, I don't think anybody, the, the average man could go out and throw uh, a, a ground ball if he hasn't pitched before, but I think the average man, like if you, if you had uh, Shaquille O'Neal on the line going for a 12-for-12 day at the line uh, or, or whatever, because like, he was terrible line, but if he was going for a perfect game, I could make a free throw. Uh, I, I think I could probably make an NFL pass if I get given 30 attempts to do it. Uh, I might be able to score on a penalty shot once out of 20 times, but I, I know I would never be able to throw a perfect game, because I think that's that a perfect game is the hardest thing to do in professional sports. And anybody wants to argue me, get argue with me, get back to me at 1420sports.com or leave some comments in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube later on tonight and everything else, we can talk about it another, another time or on our Twitter account, but it's just one of those things that it, it should be, um, it should have been, it should have been celebrated a lot more. And I think it, because it was Domingo Herman that it wasn't, if it was Luis Severino, that we would have been talking about it. There would have been a, a Yankee virtual circle jerk going on uh, throughout Yankee fans all, all across across the world talking about this, but I've been on Twitter throughout the day and there was a, it's not, it doesn't have the buzz that you think a perfect game with Yankee fans would. It's just one of those things because there's a lot of Yankee fans out there. I know there's a lot of Yankee haters, but there's a lot of Yankee fans as well. And for, for this one to not have the buzz or the pomp and circumstance that, that it should, um, it just doesn't. Maybe it was because it was a late night game on, on the West Coast. Maybe it's because it was against the hapless Oakland A's. Who knows? Because the, the Oakland A's are, are bloody awful. There's no getting around that. But you just it doesn't have the same buzz. Obviously, it doesn't have the same buzz. The 1956 uh, Yogi Berra or Don Larson, the Yogi Berra in the World Series, only perfect game in World Series history. It'll never have that kind of buzz. It won't have the same buzz of David Cohn's in 1998 that he had or 99 when, when he got his perfect game. Uh, David Cohn was pitching on Yogi Yogi Berra day. Oh, the opening pitch of that game was the same Don Larson to Yogi Berra. So it won't have that same buzz. And then it won't have the same buzz, obviously, of the legend and lore of the David Wells uh, perfect game on that Sunday afternoon at Yankee Stadium when he got that one uh, extremely hungover because he was out until uh, six or seven in the morning at the Saturday Night Live uh, post game or post uh, show party. So it'll, it'll never have that kind of a buzz, which is too bad because a perfect game doesn't happen very often for all the years that the, the Yankees been around and how many pitchers on and on and on and uh you would think would have that kind of a buzz but it just doesn't and it won't have the same kind of the buzz so uh, in the in the uh the the mount rushmore of of perfect games this will be the 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 little sister that barely got his face carved in the in the mountain and it'll be the one of those things it's sad to say but it's just one of those things it's just how it goes it's still a perfect game only four like i said only 24 times first time since since 2012 and it uh, it should be celebrated uh on and off the field it should be one of those things but it doesn't have the buzz throughout the baseball world that it, that it probably should have. The Yankees got got the win. They should get the win today. It's one of those things that they, they got to they got to get these wins as they go. And uh, if you can add a perfect game into the win and everything else, it, it makes things a little bit sweeter. And um, who knows? And it's funny. It's like I was thinking about this uh, today, this morning. Like uh, I wonder how much of a hypocrite I'm going to be if Herman's on the hill to get us uh, to get the. Uh, 
us. I, I don't play for the team, so I shouldn't say us. But if Vermont's on the hill uh, come September and gets a big win, will I will I be cheering that big win a little bit more? Probably. If Vermont's on the hill. Uh, pitching uh in in the playoffs and get gets a playoff win will i be cheering for that probably well if herman gets gets a world series start and get gets a win will i be cheering that absolutely so it kind of makes me hypocritical a little bit to not be cheering this perfect game that uh because I, I, I don't really care for the guy and what he did like i'm not saying i've never committed a sin and like, like i said earlier but i just i've, I've never cared for the guy since the domestic violence um, situation he got himself in in 2000 and or 2019. So I just wonder what the, the deal is there with the guy. And I just, I, uh, it's a bit tainted for me that this, this perfect game uh, it's, it's hard to do uh, 24 guys have done it. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just, one of those things, but it's tainted for me. And like I said, it's a little hypocritical for me to sit down here at the, uh, the Yankee Tavern North in Lethbridge, Alberta, uh, cheering the guy on when it, behind the scenes, I don't really care for the guy. And I rarely watch his start when he's on the hill it's just one of those things but like when he gets that big win win and if he gets that big win in the playoffs i'll probably watch a lot more and i'll be cheering for him a little bit more for for this, a, a team victory than than i would an individual victory like he had last night you got to feel good for a guy like Higashioka. Been, been in the Yankees organization a long time. He was great last night. He got to, to, to catch. He not only did he catch the uh, perfect game last night, he got the the, the no hitter that Kluber threw in 2021. So it's one of those things where Higashioka called a good game, and you can celebrate him just as much because he, you know, you, it's a it's a it's a the whole team effort that, that gets a, a perfect game. You got defense happen. Like I said, Rizzo made the play in the fifth, and Higashioka called a good game, and other other plays were made throughout the game for a perfect game to happen. So it's not just the pitch. Obviously, the pitcher is the, the, the most important part of, of a perfect game, but the whole team has to come together. And if it wasn't such a blowout, it'd probably get get more uh, more and more love, I guess. But an eleven nothing Yankee win with a Giancarlo uh, Stanton fourth inning home run, whatever it was, uh, was the, uh, the the big backbreaker for the, the, the Oakland A's. And if, you got to feel bad for that A's team; they shouldn't be playing in Major League Baseball. They don't have many Major Leaguers on that team, so maybe that's why this perfect game won't get the uh, won't get the love that it that it's uh, so rightfully deserves. And who knows how that's all going to turn out come like i said how that uh, love's going to come uh, october for domingo herman anyways here is a little uh, word from our friends from seat geek seat geek is the ticketing app for fans like boomstick lady no free throw is safe from the roar of her sticks seat geek helps her find a seat in the direct eye line of the shooter so she can sit where her boomsticks make the biggest boom Everybody okay? SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. Uh, anyways, on this day, we'll do on this day, and we'll get get everybody out of here. On this day in 2000, New York Yankees improved their record to 38 and 35 on the season with an eight nothing win over the Detroit. Tigers in front of 39,586 people at Comerica Park in Detroit. Andy Pettit pitched a complete game, six hitters, striking out five and walking only two. Some guy named Jeter led the way at the plate, going three for five with two RBIs and uh, with a double and burn, baby burn. Bernie Williams had two RBIs with a triple. So that's uh, this day in Yankee history on the on the uh, way to the uh, 2000 World Series championship. Uh, this Yankee team just doesn't feel like, like they're, they're a championship team this year. There's just something missing. Uh, I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're a world champion team. They uh, still got to get rid of Josh Donaldson and everything else. And, and Jim, a fan of the Van Plotner, he's uh, agreed to put a campaign together uh, to get to Josh Donaldson for somehow to to get this out to the Bronx, get it out to Cashman. The uh, Josh Donaldson uh, has to go. He's hitting a whopping 139, uh, 10 hits on the season, seven of them are home runs, if you can believe that, with 10 RBIs. So non-consequential 
home runs for the president of Josh Donaldson fan club, Josh Donaldson. So, Jim, I'm getting something together as we speak to make sure we get a uh, something going on for old Joshy to uh, get out of the Bronx and call it, call it, uh, call you later, see you later, smell you later, the whole bit. Anyways, the Yankees right now, like I said, they're 44 and 36. Had a better week last week than, than we should. They should beat the beat, beat the ace tonight. Then they move on to a terrible St. Louis team, which is completely surprising considering they were a playoff team last year. Uh, you got to think that the Yankees will win two out of three there. Then they got two or three against the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So you got to think they're going to be okay with 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 that when they t- return to the Bronx. So by the time we t- we, we get together next week uh, to do this uh, Yankee week review, I expect the Yankees record to be 49 and 38 but they'll still be in third place in the American League East, which I, I kind of think that's where they're going to stay uh, throughout the rest of the season and get the wild card spot, and that'll be about it for the Yankees this season. Like I said, I don't see them as a uh, – unless they can make a move here or there, go and get, get another pitcher and everything else. And or once uh, you, you just never know what, what could happen as the uh, as the season progresses. They get some guys off the IL. It might get a little bit better in Yankee land, in the Bronx, on uh, River Avenue and 161st Street there in the Bronx. So thanks, everybody, for listening to the Yankee Week in Review. Uh, we appreciate all the support you guys give for other shows as well. The one we did with Dave last night will be up later on tonight once uh, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, our uh, producer, gets that one up and going. And then uh, 1420 in the morning, I think we're doing tomorrow. Uh, and then the Hey Blues coming up as well tomorrow. We'll be recording that one and got some things to to talk about uh, that uh, Maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but I'm going to talk about him anyways on the Hey Blue Umpire podcast. But Yankees Week in Review, thank you very much for listening to the show. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. And let's go, Yankees. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.